Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey everyone, welcome to episode 23. Welcome back. Thanks for staying. Thanks for being here. I appreciate it. Today is a good day because it's a special day. (laughs) I don't know why it's a special day. (laughs) It's a special day because I want this episode to be like I'm hanging out with a friend. We're hanging out. And we're having a couple of beers and we're hate watching YouTube video. I'm going to try to cut it as minimal as I can, but I saved this video for a raw reaction. And I feel like a lot of people watch me when they're doing something, which is fine. You don't have to sit down and have a drink to listen to this. You can go out for your jog or whatever. But I want, I really wanted to look at this video because it's a, it's a Steven Crowder video. Again, Steven Crowder is somebody I cannot stand but he is so good to react to because he is so easy to just laugh at. It is so easy to laugh at this guy. I watched the first like three minutes of this video just to get a taste of it. Already, already done, like already hilarious, such bad takes. And what happened was, so this episode is gonna just solely be based off of this video. And just listen, because he got so enraged about Billie Eilish on Vogue. If you don't know, you can go Google it real quick, just like the cover or whatever. And she's showing a little bit more skin than normal. And she did an interview basically like obviously about herself. And I'm gonna read a couple of little bits from it here so you understand where she's coming from and then why Steven Crowder is so offended. Just for reference, Billie Eilish is 19 and Steven Crowder is 33. I thought Steven Crowder was like 45 years old. I did not know he was 33. All right, so this is a little part of something Billie Eilish said in the Vogue thing. I I skimmed through a lot of it, but these sections are very important. Suddenly, you're a hypocrite if you want to show your skin, and you're easy, and you're a slut, and you're a whore. If I am, then I'm proud. Me and all the girls are hoes, and F it, you know? Let's turn it around and be empowered in that. Showing your body and showing your skin, or not, should not take any respect away from you, which I agree with. A thousand percent. I think a majority of people agree with that. And it says here as well, I really think the bottom line is men are very weak, she says. Quote, I think it's so easy for them to lose it. You expect a dude not to grab you if you're wearing that dress? Seriously, that weak? Come on, go masturbate. So the bottom line here is what she's trying to describe is, um, there's a bunch of quotes in here. You'd have to actually like see it to understand. So she's saying, I think it's just so easy for them to lose it. And then she quotes a a guy saying, you expect a dude not to grab you if you're wearing that dress? You know how some people say that? And then her commentary on it is, seriously, you're that weak. Like, come on, go masturbate. So this really set Steven Crowder off. This set all of the immature dudes who think that clothing justifies sexual harassment off. They think that just because a woman is showing her arm, that means that she she wants all the attention in the world, her arm. So here is the podcast that he did with him and his little crew, his little posse that loves to suck his ass. This is called 
Skankism 101, everything Billie Eilish gets wrong about the patriarchy, louder with Crowder. Streamed six days ago, 1.3 million views with 79,000 likes. You know what? Here we are. We're two friends. We're sitting on the couch. We're having a drink and we're watching the Steven Crowder video together, right? You ready? You ready for it? Here we go. I, just for the same reason that I've wanted, <laughs> I've wanted men to respect women. I've talked about abstinence in the past. I've talked about respecting women. I've talked about being a good leader, being a good husband. We talk about that all the time. Yeah. I am also advocating for women out there. Look, try and have a little bit of empathy for men. Every time they tune into something, they're pieces of shit. Imagine if I just said, you know what, by and large, women are weak. You know what? Women aren't as smart as men. That's that's what you see with the Billie Eilish interview. That's what you see here with the yeah. CIA. It's all yeah. these negative stereotypes of men. <laughs> dude, first off, this dude is so mad. You see, that's why I had to give you this this context. Because Billie, she was talking about the fact that like when men say things, well, you shouldn't have been wearing that dress. Her point is men are weak. Not Obviously, not all men. Like we've already been through this. Not all men, not all women, not all trans people, not all whatever. We know that. We understand that. But the reason she called men weak were the ones who are saying things like, well, you shouldn't be wearing that dress if you don't want to be sexually harassed. That's who she's referring to. Exactly. I mean, and if you're a woman watching this show right now, we're not crapping on women. What we're doing is no. saying that you need strong, confident men. Yeah. And you right now, everybody is making the case that men are bad, just like you said, and women are this protected class, and that's fine. We want to protect them. That's what we do. Right. But don't act like every single man out there is horrible and can't hold a job and doesn't understand life and then expect them to be nice and kind and loving when it comes time to get married. Society needs strong people, obviously. The world needs strong people, strong whatever, I guess. Okay, yeah, I guess it's useful. Okay, none of you guys in this whole entourage of Louder with Crowder are strong men. So nobody needs you. Then she went on to say, suddenly you're a hypocrite if you want to show your skin and you're easy and you're a slut and you're a whore. If I am, then I'm proud. Well, wonderful. Me and all the girls and hoes and fuck it, you know? Let's turn it around and be empowered in that. Showing your body and showing your skin or not should not take any respect away from you. Okay, here's the thing. It does though. Do I even have to say anything? <laughs> you're proving her point, you stupid Oh my god, dude. Oh my god, man. It does. Yeah. Shouldn't take any respect. Doesn't matter. Guess what? If a young boy sees it, and here's the thing, you can still be plenty attractive. I will tell you this. As a young, let's just use as an example, young, we were all sort of young Christians here, yeah. right? Yeah. And so we would see attractive girls, for example, at church or at youth group or at school. Yeah. You would see an attractive girl, and then you would see an attractive girl dressed like a prostitute. Now, they're both the same level of attractive. However, you think of one primarily and only sexually, yep. and you think of another one as one you respect and one who you'd be interested in courting. That's a fact. You are literally proving her point. When she talks about men being weak, she's talking about this specific instance. This guy is such an idiot. So, there, okay. So, you, you have less respect for women who show a little bit more skin. How does that even intellectually make any sense? You can say you wish that it didn't cause men to lose respect for you. It does. <laughs> reality says otherwise and by the way you know who is just absolutely lapping this up every producer in hollywood that wants you to sell your soul to yeah. them for 10 mm. bucks right. 
Tell every woman that it does. It's empowering to be naked and let every stranger on the planet see you having sex. That's empowering. Right. Okay. Billy Eilish wasn't. <laughs> Bro, what? It is empowering because it's sending a message to people like you that women can still be respected if they're showing a shoulder or a little bit of leg or a little bit of belly or a little bit of up top here. Women don't deserve to be disrespected just because they're showing their skin. Like, what are you... What the fuck? I, this is I genuinely pissing me off. <laughs> so, um, while we're on the subject of how awful men are and uh, how they're all the abusers, she said this about men, Billy Eilish. She said, I really think the bottom line is men are very weak. Mm. Imagine if those roles were reversed. I just think the bottom line is women are really weak. Now, she doesn't say men are really weak... I don't know, maybe just emotionally, or men are weak. And she just says men are weak. Men are weaker than women. And she goes on to say it's just so easy for them to lose it. You expect the dude not to grab you if you're wearing that dress. Seriously, you're that weak. Come on, go masturbate. Okay, good. Without men, none of this interview would be possible. So uh -huh. the interview was given to uh, British Vogue, uh, obviously a print magazine, printing press, invented by uh, a man, Gutenberg, oh. I don't think. Johan Zahn, a man invented the camera, of course, for the photo shoot. Dude, again, you're just proving her point. Like, she wasn't talking about, oh my gosh, she was using the context of men are weak in a specific situation. The type of men, uh, example like you, these types of men. Men who are like Steven Crowder, who, who get upset about this type of thing. So fucking funny, dude. Why, why is he listing people? Why is he listing men who have made inventions? Like, does that, does that make your point better? Because I don't really care. No, but I don't think anybody cares. That wasn't her point. <laughs> well, and one of the points that she made, I want to make this because women misunderstand this. They think it's just like we just don't have self-control. When she says, come on, are yeah. you serious? You're just going to lose it like that? Go and you know what she said, right? We are hardwired for this. You have no idea what it's like. And I mean that. If any woman out there is pissed off at me right now, you're wrong. You have no yeah. idea what it's like to be a 16-year-old male trying not to think about sex. I don't care what you're wearing, just hard enough as it is. But you add on top of it the kind hey of things that people, uh, kind of dresses or the kind of outfits. Or and the to be clear, shirt, whatever it is, if any guy touches you inappropriate, of course, inappropriately, they oh. should. You have no idea what it's like to be a 16-year-old male not think about sex. Dude, I'm sure there are plenty of men out there who are 16 who are going through puberty who can focus on other life things other than sex. Going back to her, say, why can't you have any self-control about the way that you're feeling then? <laughs> like, you can focus on something else other than that. I know hormones can be a little crazy, right? But like, it's, it's really taking over your life that much. I was a teenager when I took testosterone and I was okay. My levels were high, but uh, that doesn't count because I'm trans and they're all transphobic. So that would be an invalid argument to them. It, it, testosterone does increase like libido and all of that stuff, but that doesn't mean you have to go and disrespect women. Like I said about the context she's talking about, the specific phrasing that she used was quote unquote you expect a dude not to grab you if you're wearing that dress imitating a man she's talking about men like that who make excuses for those types of situations you can have raging hormones you can think about all of that stuff all the time but you can still respect a woman you cannot and i'll get to some other quotes you cannot change that man's perception of you right that man's perception of you will be primarily sexual okay well that's his fault that's, that's not her fault. It's normal to look at a person and be attracted to them for men and women. 
That's a normal thing. If you cannot look at a woman who is wearing a tank top and shorts and not respect her, that's your fault. It's a chemical <laughs> reaction inside of us, and that does not give us any excuse to be idiots, right? right? And and men or to be criminals, right? And men need to do a better job of helping other men deal with that kind of stuff. But you have to understand, it Fathers. is not just because men are weak. That's right. not weakness. There are tons of men who just. I'm confused. Did you say only 16 year olds? <laughs> this this fucking dude. I wish you guys could see him. Oh man, this dude is like 60 years old. He. Did you say only 16-year-olds think like that? Because uh, I'm like 60 and I still think like that, my brother. Not just 16-year-olds. Oh, yes. I'm just saying at that particular moment in time, it's pretty difficult. Yeah, okay? it's pretty difficult saying. to think about anything else. Come on, Especially everyone out there, like guys, that. comment below. Tell me what was... Okay, look, and I know we have a lot of... And I'm a Christian, but this is just real talk. What was your boner hide method in high school? <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, bro, bro, come on. What was your boner hide method in high school? Why are you asking your audience that? That's a little sus, my dude. This goes for teenagers in general. Doesn't matter if you're a boy or if you're a girl. It, it is such, they're, they're saying, oh my God, it was so hard to like, it was just so hard for me to not think about sex 24-7. Like, how, what, man? Hence, back to what Billie Eilish said. Yeah, that was the end of the Billie Eilish segment. And I just, it was just a bunch of bullshit spewed. Then he goes on to talk about Elliot Page. I'm going to have to show you these clips because I don't even know he talked about Elliot Page in this episode, actually. So uh, let's, let's cover a little bit on that as well before we, before we hop off here. Before we get into the specifics here, um, this is, of course, Ellen Page's transition to Elliot. And look, I will say this. I do have some compassion and empathy because... Uh, well, you can watch these clips here, and I'll tell you, this doesn't seem like someone, even though they keep saying it, who's very happy uh, and who's in a, a great headspace. So, uh, you know what, Steven Crowder, you don't seem happy and like you're in a good headspace because you're mad all the time. I, you know, periods <coughs> in my career where it was just, it felt impossible to read a script in a day. Just obviously when i was a kid teenager at least my experience I, I that wasn't a part of listen to the strained voice you know my life yeah and yeah i mean i just was probably driving my friends crazy like sending them profile photos of me you know with like posts um having a you know top surgery she's in a great just <sighs> in a great headspace giving an interview sounds like bobcat goldweight <laughs> <laughs> Happy, I couldn't even read scripts until I shot my titties out, and then I had to go and eat it testicles. It's like, look, yep, because that's like what a person in a good headspace does. What the fuck was that? I don't know. Was that an imitation of Elliot? This is his. This is his arguing point for his fan base. What the fuck was that? This is not someone who seems like they are their yeah. best self. Also, I probably aggravate my friends by sending them, uh, you know, uh. my new pics of my chest, meaning that they're unrequested. Uh, that sounds a little bit like, bring up Mayo Clinic. Yeah, narcissistic personality disorder. Oh. One of several types of personality disorders is a mental condition in which people have an inflated sense of their own importance. Note, this also includes tits. Uh, a deep need for excessive attention and admiration, troubled relationships, and a lack of empathy for others. But behind this mask of extreme confidence lies a fragile self-esteem that's vulnerable to the slightest criticism. For reference to that, of course, just look at Elliot Page's Instagram and mm. Twitter timeline. Unbelievably emotionally volatile. Right, so we have someone who is sending unrequested pictures of their chest, by the way, which would be, if not for a trans person, considered sexual harassment. I'm yeah. probably driving them crazy. Hey, 
Not probably. You're driving them crazy. Bro. <laughs> this dude just called Elliot Page narcissistic for being happy about top surgery and sending his friends pictures of his top surgery. Dude. <laughs> what the fuck? This... Oh my god, how do people listen to this and actually think it's intelligent and hilarious? That is so sad. I can't, I haven't seen this video and I, cause I wanted to react to it raw with you. And I am blown, blown away by whatever the hell is going on. That being said, back then the argument was what we do in our bedroom is our own business. I always look, that's not where it's going to end. It's not about what you do in your own bedroom. As you can see now, the argument has changed from what we do in our own bedroom is our own business to Elliot Page goes on to say, if you do not support my political point of view, you want to erase us. Yes, I believe you people want to erase trans people. They don't believe huh? we exist and they don't want to exist. And the fact that right now, right now, the no. main tactic is to attack trans kids. It's just, it's unfathomable to me. Dude, where did Elliot say, if you don't agree with my politics, you want to erase me? What Elliot said was based and it's true. It's people like Steven Crowder who make the trans identity political and then they try to tie it into politics. The only thing that trans people want to do with politics is have basic regular human rights like every other person. Like a trans person should be able to be a politician or a trans person should be able to go to a doctor without getting discriminated against or a trans person should be able to walk down the street and not get uh, harassed and beaten and killed, whatever, all that stuff. It's not a disagreement of politics. It's a disagreement of basic human rights. It's gotten really tough. But yeah. we're not attacking trans kids. There's no attack. That's not what's going on. No, right not now. attacking trans kids at all. If anyway, if anything, the people who are saying, hey, look, putting kids on puberty blockers or allowing them to actually undergo physical reassignment surgery, yeah. th that's the opposite of protecting them. Yeah, stepping yeah. in to say, hey, maybe they maybe they should be able to decide their own bedtime before they chop off their penis. Maybe that's a good idea. That's protecting kids. That's not attacking kids. These people are so, and no matter how many times you say it, man, they always think that children are undergoing surgery. A child can't have surgery. A child cannot have anything taken or removed off their body for uh, for for sex change. They can't do that. They can't have a sex change when you are four years old. You cannot have a sex change when you're seven years old. When you're twelve years old, fifteen years old, you cannot have a sex change. You can't get it. You can't do it. Like I don't know where these people are getting their information. The most that they can do for trans kids is. And especially when you're young, you have to, oh my God, I've said this so many times, guys, on <clears throat> multiple videos and podcasts, you have to go through extensive, like going to the doctors and going to the therapist, especially when you are a kid. It is harder when you're a kid than when you're 20 years old to go do that stuff. So you have to go through all of that. And then at the end, basically all you can get is hormone blockers, which you can only take for a limited amount of time and you take it for a year or two they're reversible what do they mean these people these people and the people who are passing bills to stop kids from having access to therapists and having access to doctors and stuff like that is going to harm these kids in the long run if i could have transitioned at seven if i came out at seven and i could have transitioned at seven I, it would have saved me about surgeries and it would have saved me the mental uh what's the word for it 
deterioration that I had growing up as a kid. So they are attacking kids because they want to take away these kids' rights to be called Jim and have a haircut and be called he and him in school. You really can't do much for a kid. They're not getting anything cut off, man. It's so irritating. They regurgitate the same bullshit over and over again. Every time I watch a Steven Crowder podcast, they say the same thing. Why is there no new material? Is this all they talk about is like trans people? And then they misgender them and then laugh and then make a really bad joke. I think that's all they do. We're attacking the enablers, you assholes. We're attacking people who put kids out there in parades and in protests when they have no idea what's going on and you're using them for political gain. Yeah. I feel bad for people like her. I really him. Sorry, I didn't do that on purpose. Shut up, no, I hey, swear to you, I didn't hey, do, I need to, do I need to read you a bedtime story? No. Cock, cock flew over the moon again? No, you don't. <laughs> I, I do. I feel bad because I feel like they're in a place where they're hurting and they don't understand how to do it. And they've got this entire group of people out there saying, hey, come to us. We will use you for our political. No game. longer functioning eggs and ham. <laughs> Not at all. Who the hell is using kids for political gain? What? What? You, what? What? What would that even do? If your child was trans, these people are claiming that that's for political gain. Like, political gain for what? I don't. I, I have no idea how those two correlate. I'm just, I'm just trying to think here. Are they talking about, like, f to push rights? Is that where the politics come in? Like, if a kid is trans, they're, they're doing it for politics, like, for... for to pass bills for rights? Where does this tie in together? I don't fucking know, dude. There's a lot of books we can keep going on. Yeah, absolutely. I feel your bad. ABCs. No, I do. I feel genuinely bad. Terrible. Because, you know what? She goes on to say. Well, she she said that. I think we had that in that clip where she said, um, "The top surgery is life." Son of a. I'm not trying to do this, None Elliot. Let's just go with it. the name, Elliot, Elliot, Elliot Page. Elliot. Okay, you know what? Let's go with the name. But you know, it's like I said. Everyone, Blair White was here. Yeah. Hmm? Always said she. Of course. Because yeah. you would never even. Think. Of course, Blair White was there. Of course. Okay. You're comparing someone who has been years into their transition to someone who literally just came out. All he could have did was, if he said she, he could have been like, oh, I mean, he. He doesn't have to go on a whole s s tangent about it. That yeah. clear. Like, look, Elliot of Page is a perfect example of oh. why. You don't see the inverse of what we were just talking about. Uh, girls dominating men's sports. Yeah. Can you imagine that guy in a rugby scrum? Here we go. Just, oh, this is full of insane transphobia. I thought we were going to just talk about Billie Eilish for a second, but we're getting the whole nine yards, man. You don't see girls dominating men's sports. Dude, have you ever seen a ripped trans man on testosterone? It's just a gal. It's so effeminate. It's so fine. And this is a perfect example. We talk about hormones. You've been, on hor okay. you've been on hormones your whole life. It's called being a guy. Elliot Page could take testosterone for the rest of his life. Yeah. Oh, the way for his life, dude. This guy is such a fucking sad human being. My God, dude. How hateful. How much how much hate in your heart do you have to be to talk about somebody like this? It is so weird. You know what, Ellie? If you play your cards right, maybe you might reach Chaz Bono level. Ooh. Ooh. A wispy mustache. <laughs> it's a level. My ooh! So God. Oh my god, it reeks of transphobia. Holy shit. This is like a thousand times worse than I thought this was going to be. Can you shut up? Can you just shut up, man? 
God, why, these, oh my God, you people are so miserable, so miserable. Contrast the science to Elliot saying that the top surgery is life-saving and we're not empathetic. Well, let's see, does gender reassignment surgery, how does that affect the 41% yeah. attempted suicide rate with trench? Wow. It's still 41. It actually went uh, up to 42 in one study, Yeah, really? which statistically Increased is insignificant, but it doesn't get any better which would suggest that, it, that gender dysphoria is not merely a symptom of someone being in the wrong body. However, you still see an incredibly high suicide rate, a higher suicide rate than you see with Jews in the Holocaust or American slaves or people with manic depressive disorder. They don't have a 42% attempted suicide rate. That's just insane. I don't think it's because of the target bathroom. But the reason that the rate is still going to be high is because of society and the way that trans people are treated and the way that they get harassed and harmed. These people have one half of a brain cell, just a half. You know what? That's generous. They have one tenth of a brain cell. Do you ever stop to think why trans people go through that? Why they would do something like that? Have you ever seen the way the world treats these people? It just sucks. And even though you don't care about those people, the things that you hear, they'll replay in your head all the negative things. That's even for trans people, or sorry, that's even for people who aren't trans. But when you are and you constantly have people saying things in your comments like, you'll never be a man or whatever, or um, your face is too soft to be a man, like look at your soft face, whatever, and like making fun of your features. And then eventually it starts to beat you down. And then you see these bills getting passed, like the... Um, like trans kids, something in Arkansas with trans kids, right? Or one of the Southern states. And it really starts to tear you down. And that's the reason that trans people can't come out of these depressions and really shitty feelings is because of people like you, man. You people are such awful human beings. And it's so sad that their life is so deeply affected when someone else wants to live the way they want to live. Think about that for a second, right? Like these people think that their life is altered so much because you decided to cut your hair and call yourself John. It upsets them so much. So then they start this whole hate bandwagon that everybody hops on and they go harass John and then John still feels shitty even though he transitioned, even though he has all his surgeries. The transphobia will beat you down. And it's so... It's so tiring, man. I didn't mean to go off on that little tangent, but that really got me going. Here's the hyperbole from, or may, maybe Elliot believes this, on transgender sports. And because there is such an attack on trans healthcare right now, when already there's such lack of access or trans people who don't even want to go to the doctor, mm -hmm. what you are hearing from certain lawmakers are actual, complete, and utter their, their lies in terms of what they're saying about the healthcare. And what? the reality of the healthcare is that it's supported by medical institutions and it saves lives. And if you are going to do this... That's Johns Hopkins. And if you are also not going to allow trans kids to play sports... Here it is. Children will die. And it really is that simple. Children will die. Thank you, ghost of Christmas yet to come. I see an empty <laughs> penis pump by the fire. Oh, and a soccer ball. If Elliot plays a contact sport, people will yeah, die. Yeah, people will Ooh, yeah. die as well. Yes. <laughs> wow, you guys are so funny. Original jokes. That's just absolutely hilarious. I don't 
know where they were going with that joke. I think I understand. It could be a lot more dark than I'm um, assuming it is. But um, yeah, Elliot's not on testosterone or anything like that. So uh, it probably wouldn't be the best idea anyway. So maybe just give him a few more years before you make these jokes and then try again later. You know what I, I wish in some of those that, and, and Oprah could do it in a pretty good way. She could compassionately push back. Mm-hmm. She could compassionately ask a simple question. How will they die? Yeah, or or what what do you mean by the healthcare? You said it four times mm-hmm. and you strained a few times to say mean? it. Don't you think maybe that it's reasonable that kids can't necessarily make those life altering decisions at such a young age? That's a legitimate argument. Even if you already said healthcare. You asking me about healthcare? It's kind of me Stephen Crowder does 10 lines of coke before he does his show. That's why he's so loud and then speaks like that. Uh, The reason that Elliot, and I haven't watched the interview. I'm sure it's great and I'm sure it goes more into depth than they're uh, pretending that it is. Um, The reason kids would quote unquote die is because they're not being treated like human beings are being treated as aliens. If you're not going to let a kid transition and it comes down to it, for a lot of people, it's life and death. Like, if I can't live as Sam, I'd rather... Trigger warning. I'm giving you a trigger warning. Skip ahead, like, a, a whole minute. If I can't live as Sam, I would rather not be here. That's how I was when I was a teenager. It's probably no different for the kids. So, and the healthcare, since you guys pay attention to so much politics all the time, why don't you just Google it for five seconds and look at the different bills when it comes to trans healthcare, the stuff that was getting talked about and could possibly get passed or hasn't gotten passed. I think I talked about this in one of my last podcasts with the trans kids not being able to get healthcare, not being able to have accessible things for trans individuals and stuff like that. Like... If you guys are so into politics, why aren't you paying attention to those things? If you're so obsessed with trans people too, these guys are so obsessed with trans people. They're always talking about them in the foot and they always make the dumbest trans jokes. A couple of questions, right? Right. And you could do that without being hateful. You can do that just to say, hey, here's the argument that people would make. Isn't this a reasonable question? Isn't this something that we have to address? And do you know how I know that that's a fair fair question to ask? And it's also a fair statement. It's also a fair position to hold. Future governor of California, Caitlyn Jenner, had this (laughs) to say about transgender uh, athletics. So there's legislation in various states to ban biological boys who are trans from playing girls' sports in school. What's your opinion on that? Uh, in and This is a question of fairness. That's why I oppose biological boys who are trans competing in girls' sports in school. It just isn't fair. Now, look. Hey. Uh, I think that Caitlyn Jenner is saying that because Caitlyn Jenner knows that Bruce would have simply eviscerated the women's (laughs) decathlon, right? Understands that there are differences. I think Caitlyn Jenner is saying that because Caitlyn Jenner is an idiot. And (laughs) also to appeal to your types of people to get more votes. And also, Caitlyn Jenner makes absolutely no sense because, you, just like our good friend O.J. Simpson was talking about, she's playing with the women's golf team. So what is she even talking about? 
I don't know. This podcast is so big, man. I don't. There, there's. I can't believe there are that many people like who genuinely agree with this man and who think that he is smart and all that stuff. It blows my mind. It's, it's fucked up. Yeah, I want to read some of these LGBTQ stories for you so we can end it a little bit lighter. Wanted to just. I wanted to go in there and uh, try this format. Hey, let me know if you did like that format though. I usually write down points to talk about, but not here, just because I felt like I didn't need to write down factual points because if we're reacting to Steven Crowder, uh, you don't need factual points because there's there's no point in going into that argument with someone who hasn't presented facts anyways or. Uh, or, or valid arguments. He's just, he's mad about a 19 year old feeling empowerment. And I think it's really funny because he proved her point. You saw how upset he got about that whole thing about being called weak or whatever. Um, and then how it's so hard to be a 16 year old boy uh, growing up and stuff like that. Steven, not every 16 year old, not every teenage boy felt the way that you felt at 16. So, uh, you know, they're capable of respecting women. <laughs> Some people aren't, but um, I definitely, definitely think a lot of men disagree with you there. Okay, so let's check out these LGBTQ stories and see what they're all about. So for our first story, it's a short one, and but it has a plot twist, okay? And I'm trying not to fall asleep. I'm so tired. I recently came out to my mother as bi, and I was really scared about it because she's incredibly Christian and I know that my grandparents are homophobic. So when I told her, I thought I was going to throw up. Anxiety's fun. And she seemed cool with it at first, much to my relief. Later on, she brought me into her room and came out to me as bi. I had no idea and I was literally shocked. My grandparents have no idea and she doesn't plan to tell them, so it was honestly really the best situation I could have hoped for. And this I've never heard a story like this, and I thought it was so wholesome because that is, that's insane because you came out to, you know, that could possibly, that might make your mom more confident, you know, just you coming out as bi and you having that confidence to tell her and she's like, wow, you know, my my kid had a confidence to tell me and then she might be able to in a few years or whatever and start feeling better about herself i don't i don't know the whole story but go out there and find someone and be proud of being bisexual and all that great stuff so i thought that was just a really really cute story to share because parents deserve that older people deserve that and being able to come out and even after all these years even if any of you are listening and you're older and you you know that you're trans or you know that you're gay or whatever it's never too late to transition it's never too late to come out and find someone that you love and stuff like that so it's it's never too late you you got one life dude you got it. if you want to if you find out you're trans at 35 and you want to start your transition it is tough but you got to do what you got to do same with sexuality dude like gotta be you gotta live your life for you so the next one is funny and it says, the first time someone was ever transphobic toward me. And this person goes by they, them pronouns. So one time I was on Facebook discussing LGBTQ rights with a friend and his uncle stepped in. Some small town, old cishet white guy. So you already know he's very knowledgeable when it comes to our rights. 
I'm not one to back down from hate, and there was a couple of others involved, so we continued to try to educate him. I've never been addressed in a way that was so openly transphobic, so I was speechless when this man said, quote, George, can I call you George? You look like a George. Blah, blah, blah. You can say whatever you want, but you'll never be a real woman. End quote. That's when I realized I was talking to a wall. I was born female and identified as such for 24 years before realizing I'm non-binary. He thought I was male at birth and tried to hurt me, but it was truly euphoric to be mistaken for a man in that moment. <laughs> Since then, my girlfriend and friends call me George like it's my nickname because I decided to own it rather than to be hurt by the hate. It feels similar to how we as a community have taken back the word queer. Now, I'm working on writing and producing music under the name George, and I can't wait to blast my very, very queer music down his street one day. That was so perfect. That is perfect. This is my favorite thing. I love when people are accidentally allies. It is the funniest thing. They, But you'll never be a woman. But plot twist, they were born female. Uh-oh, what happened? You just became an accidental ally. That shit is hilarious. Hey, thanks, George, <laughs> for your submission. But uh, yeah, accidental allies are the funniest shit. Sometimes I get comments on my videos and they'll be like, you uh you sound way too like you'll never sound like a woman you'll never truly be a real woman or whatever and i laugh my ass off i haven't gotten a comment like that in a while because i think they might have caught on by now <laughs> but uh, i'll let you guys know when i do get another one because that shit is so funny it's so hilarious but um yeah i will see all of you actually if you do want to submit a story to me you can submit a story to outspoken sam at gmail.com i read a lot of them there's a lot of good ones and uh, I'll see you all next week with a new podcast. Thank you for listening and um, stay safe and stay yourself. And don't let people like Steven Crowder make you feel like a piece of shit because we can just laugh at him together. So, all right. I love you guys. Bye-bye. With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in education into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu.